Welcome to Gateway Church Cymru, church where anyone can be transformed by the story of Jesus. Wherever you find yourself, we pray that you would be encouraged today by God's Word. Well, today we come to the final part in our series called Building the Corporate Altar. I began this series on our Vision Sunday a few weeks ago, where I laid out the vision that God has laid on my heart for us as a church. And that vision is to build for the future. God has given us a promise as a church that the latter days are going to be even greater than the former days. We believe that God's going to do great things within the life of our church, within your life, in the days to come. And I'm so excited for us to step into that. You know, I really believe that this is a season for us just to have a blank canvas after everything that's gone on with COVID last year. I believe this is an opportunity for us as a church in effect, to sort of restart and, and just to follow God's leading for us as we step into the future that he has for us. And you know, the, the word that God laid on my heart for us was is found in Ezra chapter 3, verse 2 to 3. This is what Ezra did when, when he and the people came back from captivity in Babylon. After 70 years in being in a foreign land, they came back and this is what God called them to do. It says, Then Joshua, son of Jehoshadak, joined his fellow priests in Zerubbabel, son of Shealtiel, with his family in rebuilding the altar of the, God, of the God of Israel. They wanted to sacrifice burnt offerings on it, as instructed in the law of Moses, the man of God. Even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. They began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. You know, Ezra had this incredible call from God to rebuild the temple of God in Jerusalem. But before he did that, he led a, a group of people to build an altar to the Lord. This is what he wanted to do, first of all. He wanted to put God first. You know, as he built this altar, he was getting the people to come back and remember what God had done. It was a way of honouring God, to give thanks to God, that how God had brought them out of captivity. And we see this is something right the way throughout the Bible. Time and time again, when God moved in people's lives, they would build an altar to the Lord, a place where they would come and worship God and where they would lay down their lives and say, God, use us going forward. We follow you. We trust in you. And that's what Ezra did. The first thing he did was build this corporate altar, this place of consecration, this place of communion and this place of commission. And over the last few weeks, I've shared that now in the New Testament, the altar is the place of prayer. It's where we come to every day and spend time with our Lord and with our Saviour and lay down our lives and, and spend time speaking with God and to hear God's direction and will for our lives. And you know, I believe it's important for us, especially as we go forward and as we sort of have this brand new start for us going forward, that we build on the right foundation. And that foundation is the corporate altar. I believe that God is leading us to, to once again restart the prayer meeting, that this will be the foundation for us in going forward and seeing the power of God released and seeing the promise of God come to pass. You know, I love what Charles Spurgeon said, this famous preacher. He said this, if a church is what it ought to be for the purposes of God, we must train it in the holy art of prayer. And that's what we are doing. We want to be all that God has created us to be as a church. We want to see his will being done within the life of his church, Gateway Church Cymru. And so we're going to come back to that place of prayer. And so how are we going to do this? How are we going to build this corporate altar? Well, over the last two weeks, I've shared the first two ways in which we're going to do this. 
First of all, we're going to make it the main priority, that the prayer meeting is going to be the central meeting for us as a church, the engine room for us as a church. Last week, I shared how it's going to be the main practice for us as a church going forward. It's something that we're going to be constantly doing, setting time aside to seek the Lord, not only on our own, but together as well. And today I'm going to share with us the final way in which we're going to build the corporate altar. And that is, we're going to build it through great perseverance. Listen to what it says again in Ezra chapter 3, verse 3. It says, even though the people were afraid of the local residents, they rebuilt the altar at its old site. Then they began to sacrifice burnt offerings on the altar to the Lord each morning and evening. You know, Ezra knew and the people of God knew that when they began to seek the Lord, whenever they got their lives right and began to seek the Lord, that the enemy wouldn't like it. Their enemies wouldn't like it and the, their enemies around them would rise up against them. And you know, it's the same for us as well. Whenever the people of God decide that they're going to pray and get their lives right with God and focus on God again and seek God, the enemy hates it. And so the enemy rises up and he does anything he can to stop the people of God from praying. Because he knows what a threat a praying church is against his kingdom. He knows the threat that a praying Christian is against his kingdom. He knows how dangerous a praying church really is. And we need to remember that although the enemy might try to rise up against us as we set time aside to pray and seek the face of our God and call upon God and pray into the pray over the promises of God, we need to remember that yes, the enemy will come against us, but greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world, as the word says. But you know, I believe as the people of God, we need to be reminded of this. I think today we've forgotten about the fact that we're involved in spiritual warfare. As Christians, as soon as we surrender our lives to Jesus, we, we enlisted into the spiritual war that's taking place. The kingdom of darkness against the kingdom of light. Satan and his principalities against the kingdom of God and of our Saviour. And I'm so glad that our Saviour has won. He won the victory on the cross. He overcame, Jesus, he overcame Satan through his death and through his resurrection. But you know, this warfare is still taking place today. The enemy longs to pull us away from God. He longs to, to drag us away from Jesus. He longs to blind us from the Lord. And listen to what it says in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 10 to 12. It says, a final word, be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. Put on the full armor of God so that you will be able to stand firm against all the strategies of the devil. For we are not fighting against flesh and blood enemies but against evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world, against mighty powers in this dark world, and against evil spirits in the heavenly places. You know, we're involved in spiritual warfare. We're involved in this. In the Old Testament times in particular, whenever the people of God would set time aside to pray and seek the Lord, a physical enemy would rise up to try and kill the people of God. You know, for you and I today, we don't have physical enemies that rise up against us. But there is a spiritual enemy who's trying to stop us from praying and trying to destroy our lives. His name is Satan. And the Bible tells us his mission is to steal, kill and destroy. That's what he wants to do. He wants us to pull, to pull us away from the Lord. And we're involved in this spiritual warfare. But you know, as the people of God, we don't have to be afraid because we're on victory's side. Through Jesus' death and through his resurre resurrection, we're on victory's side today. 
But you know, the way that we win this battle, the way that we can fight against the enemy today and against the things that he would throw against us is on our knees. That's how we fight today, this battle. It's on our knees in a place of prayer, in the secret place. We have to pray through because the enemy, I can guarantee you, when we start praying as a church, the enemy will hate it. And I can guarantee you that even your own flesh, even something within you will say, the prayer meeting is boring. Why are we praying? It'll rise up within us because our flesh and the enemy wants to stop us from praying. But God's heart for us is to pray and to seek his face because that's when we see his blessings on come to pass on our lives. And you know, I really believe that, that if we're going to pray and if we're going to see God's will being done within the life of our church and within our own lives, then we're going to have to pray through. Maybe you've heard that term before. That's quite an old Christian term, but we have to pray through. You know, I shared a message on this actually quite a few years ago now. And that message was press through to break through. I believe that God wants us, when the enemy rises up, it's not for us. God doesn't want us to cower away or to, to pack it in when the enemy comes against us or when difficulties and circumstances come our way. We're not called to fold as the people of God. But we need to remember who we are, whose side we're on, and who lives within us. And we're called to press through to victory, not to give in, but to press through to victory. We've got to fight through in prayer. Whenever the enemy rises up against us, we've got to fight this good fight in the place of prayer. And we fight it using the word of God and in the power of the Holy Spirit. You know, I'm so glad that when we begin to call upon our God, our God responds to our prayers. Our God is a prayer answering God. He comes and he draws near to those who will pray and seek his face. But you know, we must remember as a church that when we begin to pray, and as we begin to do this, then we're going to kick up a lot of dirt and dust and Satan's going to hate this. He's not going to like this at all. You know, there's no person that Satan hates more than a praying Christian. There's no church that Satan hates more than a praying church. And there's no ministry that Satan hates more than the prayer meeting. That's what Satan hates the most. And that's why the prayer meeting is often the most neglected meeting. But that's okay. Although he hates it, and although he will try to throw everything against us and try and stop us from praying, we're on victory side. And God will give us victory. And you know, I just want to share with you a few incredible verses from the Bible, which show us and remind us that we're on victory side and that God fights for us. Deuteronomy chapter 20 verse 4 says, For the Lord your God is going with you. He will fight for you against your enemies and he will give you victory. 2 Chronicles chapter 20 verse 15, when the people of God were surrounded by three different enemies, they turned to the Lord and listen to what it says. He said, listen, all you people of Judah and Jerusalem, listen, King Jehoshaphat, this is what the Lord says. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged by this mighty army, for the battle is not yours, but God. Isaiah chapter 54 verse 17 says that no weapon formed against us shall prosper. John chapter 16 verse 33, Jesus said, in this world you will have troubles, but take heart, I have overcome this world. Romans 8 verse 31 says, if our God is for us, then who can be against us? The place where we beat Satan, the place where we get the victory in our spiritual lives, the place where we begin to see breakthrough after breakthrough and miracle after miracle is the place of prayer. And that's why it's so important for us to pray. We can beat Satan in the place of prayer. And when we pray, we see God come to fight for us. That's how we get the victory. It's not victory in our own strength, 
But when we pray, we call upon God. God hears our cry and he comes and intervenes on our behalf. And you know, God fights for us. And we see it time and time again in the Bible that when the people of God turn to God, God responds in prayer. You know, whenever the people of God begin to seek God, the enemy will hate it. He'll rise up against it. But when we turn to our God, he'll come and he will fight for us. He'll defeat every enemy and he will give us victory. And you know, today, whatever you and I are facing today, whatever the enemy is throwing against you and I today, and whatever the enemy will throw against us as a church, even as we begin praying and in the days to come, I believe that he will not get victory over us, that God will give us the victory. Why? Because Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. COVID will not prevail against it. That circumstance that you are going through right now, that illness, that sickness, that personal battle, that relationship problem, it will not gain the victory over you. For our God is fighting for us. He's building us up and the best days are ahead of us. So as we come to a conclusion today, as we come to this final message in this series today, as we look to the build, build the corporate altar, I believe the final way in which we're going to build this is with great perseverance. Yes, it's going to be tempting to give in on times. Yes, sometimes you might not feel like turning up or tuning in if we watch it, if we've got the online prayer meeting. There'll be times where you don't feel like praying. There'll be circumstances that come your way that will try to distract you and pull you away. But I want to encourage us as a church that we're going to do this with great perseverance. And it's not going to be through might. It's not going to be through power, but it's going to be by the Spirit of God in and through us. He will sustain us. He will carry us. He will help us. And he will give us victory as we do this. And you know, we're going to build this by praying together. And we're going to pray for each other as well. That's the two ways in which we can build with great perseverance. By praying together and praying for each other. We'll pray consistently. This is the way of the kingdom of God. This is what God wants for his church. This is the will of God for his church that it would be a house of prayer. And I just want to end by reading this quote by this incredible preacher who lived many years ago. His name was E.M. Bounds. And he said this, what the church needs today is not more machinery or better, not new organizations or more and novel methods, but men whom the Holy Ghost can use, men of prayer, men mighty in prayer. He does not anoint plans, but men, men of prayer. And that's women as well. God anoints us all young people, old people, whoever you are, God anoints people and he blesses people who pray. So today we're going to begin to build the corporate altar. As a church going forward, we're going to build the corporate altar. We're going to come back to the place of prayer. It will be our main priority. It will be our main practice and we're going to build it with great perseverance. And I believe that we'll see God do incredible things within the life of our church. I believe you'll see God do incredible things in and through your life, in your family's life, in your workplace. God is going to do incredible things. Doors will open. You'll see God's blessing upon your life. Pray after prayer that you pray. God will answer. God will do incredible things as we pray. And I believe that we'll see the promises of God come to pass for our church and for your life as well. We're going to build the corporate altar. So let's rise up together and let's build it all for the glory and for the honour of our Lord. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this podcast. To hear more messages like this one, make sure to subscribe and check out our podcast channel for past episodes. For more content from Gateway and to connect with us, go to gatewaychurchcumry.co.uk. Have a great day.